It's cold and it's early. I'm outside some busy stables in Newmarket. Hello, morning. Can I ask where you're going? I make a podcast where I ask people where they're going. <laughs> Stable yard, high quality. What's in your boxes? Um, bacon sandwiches. <laughs> Very bad, I know, but we've got to keep going. <laughs> Have a nice day. Hello, my name's Catherine, and with your broom and your shovel, I was just wondering where you're going. Oh, right. Um, well, are we going to the... <laughs> we're going to the muck key, basically. Okay. Yeah. So you've got a big tarpaulin full of... Well, they're, they're, they're just, yeah, just sweepings from... We just swept... We blew the yard, swept the yeah, remnants and just put it in the muck sack to put to the muck key. So I think I've got here really early, but what time did you get here? Um, for, uh, 6.30 today. Which actually is a little bit later than normal. Is it? We normally start at about six, but it's our first day and there's not many horses, only four at the minute. Okay. We've so got six coming in later. And then you have to what? Get them in their stables and make them clean and comfy? What's the deal? Yeah, we bring the horses out and we walk them in the morning. Um, one person, two people walk, and then the other, somebody else like makes basically like mucks them out, does hay and waters, and then we rotate and yeah. Tell me about these horses because they're incredibly beautiful. Um, <laughs> say something <laughs> well tell me about what it is to love horses because you get up at 5 o'clock in the morning to come and sweep horse poo up you must love them yeah, you love them. yeah we do love them yeah they're uh, nice animals yeah love them for the most part yeah. I mean sometimes <laughs> especially these ones it's like first day and they're not so you know calm and there's a lot of whinnying and, yeah I mean they, yeah they yeah they get spooked really easily, especially if there's like stuff going on, people like blowing, you know, the yards elsewhere and the young, young horses, so they don't really know much. Yeah. To get up this time of the morning, you do have to love them, and I don't work with horses full time anymore. Oh. Um, I used to, but now I just—it's just like my little horse fix, you know. <laughs> it's, there's something about like being around them; it's just like good for your soul, kind of thing. I think they're very kind. Is. They're very kind animals because they let you, you know, ride them and do stuff to them. And then they—they've got like they don't know how strong they are. But yeah. um, so when did you get involved? Were you like a pony girl, horsey girl with rosettes and stuff on the I bedroom wall? I had a pony wall? as a kid. Yeah, I loved ponies from the get-go. Got into racing. Basically, while I was at school, I just started working my school holidays. I started riding out in Newmarket. And then when I left school at 18, I came to Newmarket full-time. Then went to the States at 21 and worked in the States on the tracks um, for 13 years. And then... But now not horses all the time. Well, I kind of was like, oh, by the time I'm 30, I won't ride anymore and I'll get a proper job. And and then at like 35, I had a couple of bad falls and fractured vertebrae. And I think it was just kind of like the, you know kind of like the awakening that I maybe needed and um, came home from the States and just decided to not work with horses anymore full time like I say. So you broke a vertebrae? Yeah yeah two occasions actually. But you got back on literally back on the horse? Oh. Well well, not those occasions um, but yeah I had, a, I had a yeah one horse like a bad horse came from the farm and basically did a U-turn with me galloping and I landed on my back and then two years later I had a horse I was breezing a horse in Florida and it had a heart attack and died as we were breezing. So, what's breezing? Breezing is like um, once a week you do like a fast workout against the clock. Um, so they're kind of like good piece of exercise. And so we were, but, so basically you're pretty much going flat out 
in a controlled way. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so it was, yeah, it was that day and she had a heart attack and she just dropped down dead with me. And squashed you? Well, I mean, I mean, kind of, yeah. Yeah, poor thing. Poor thing, but also that's traumatic for you. Oh, so uh, yeah, but I was more, it was more traumatic for the fact that it was yeah. seeing, you know, her, that was what I cared about more kind of thing. So where are you going now? Can I come and see the horse that you're going to now or not? Or we're just we're gonna we're gonna just go to the dump this basically, yeah. <laughs> okay, can I see a horse? Can you show me a horse that you cleaned? I'll show you a horse. Okay, thank you. Thank you, bye bye. Yeah, yeah. What do you do? Um there's one in here. Um I'm I'm a slow groom, so I usually work on the farm, but I've just come in to work for the sales. Um, first these two weeks. Oh. What's he called? Float. Well, it hasn't actually got a name. That's, that's the um, mayor. So this is the... He's for sale? She's for sale? He is for sale, yeah. When they get sold, they then go into a stable where they get... The person who bought them can ask for a blood test. But they come back down to here and then the owner will send someone along and they'll come pick it up and take it to the ramps and then it'll go. I bet you're learning a lot about the way that a particular world works. It's very interesting, actually. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do quite like it. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of stuff to know about horses. So, when you've made all your money, where are you off to in January? Uh, I'm going to Australia, from Melbourne to Sydney, and then flying to New Zealand, flying back from Christchurch to Brisbane, going down from Brisbane to Sydney again, and then going Vietnam, Cambodia, and Thailand over eight weeks. Wow. So bet you can't wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do well in your A-levels? Um, all right, all right. <laughs> what, good enough? Good enough, good enough. And what do you want to do when you've got back from your travels and maybe, have you got an ambition? I'm not too sure, to be honest. I quite like, I'm, I'm very into sport, but I don't know if I end up doing something in there. I quite like to set up my own business one day, but I don't know if... <laughs> Don't know if that will happen. Thank you for introducing... Mean, he's, like, scaring me a bit. Thank <laughs> you for introducing me. Whoa, horsey. It's absolutely fine. Bye-bye, have a good day. Hello. Excuse me, I make a podcast. I was just wondering where you two guys, with your horsey rope, are going this morning. (laughs) Uh, oh, we're going for breakfast. Going for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> what have you been up to this morning? Can I walk with you? Two yeah, seconds? yeah, yeah. Go on, go on. Um, so yeah, we're just exercising one of our horses that we're going to be selling on Monday. Okay. That's all right. We're from Ireland. Name of the horse? Uh, he's a Star Spangled Banner. Tell me about raising and selling horses. The business of it. How did you get into it? Ah, uh, sure. We grew up with horses. Father and mum bred bred horses, and um, yeah, we got into it at a young age, worked for all the top farms and then set up our own place. And uh, yeah, our main business is, we breed a few, but our main business is Pinnock and we buy foals and then try and sell them as yearlings next year. What was it like growing up with parents who did that for a living? Was that a, a hard upbringing? No, no, lovely. Seeing newborn foals and horses and yeah, I love animals, so it was an easy thing to get into. What is it about horses in particular? Um, I don't know, just they're, they're amazing creatures, very intelligent and... Uh, powerful and yeah just that's what we kind of grew up with and got into it do you ride uh he used to when i was very young not anymore because 
just uh, prefer uh, going on the ground beside them. <laughs> <laughs> and what's it like when you raise a horse from a foal and then you bring it here, this beautiful place, people come from all over the world to see and maybe take her or him, I'm not very good at this, away. Is it uh, hard to let them go? Not really, because, I mean, it's not as if you won't see them again. They'll be on TV or in races, hopefully, winning big ones. So, you know, that's what we kind of... It's like your kids graduating from your house and going off to college or something like that. Have you ever bred a winner, big winner? Uh, bred, we had a good national hunt horse, Jenkins, and then we pin up the very good horse, uh, Champers Lise, who won a group one for Johnny Murta. Wow. What's the horse world like? Friendly? Uh, can be tough, but friendly. Once you're in it, like, you know, everyone, everyone looks after everybody, but mm. be clannish. And you said you were brought up by people who got into horses. You set up your own um, business, but is it still quite hard to break in on your own two feet? Um, I don't think it's too hard. It depends. You need land. Like, that's the hard thing. If you're trying to do this and paying, like, rent, we were very lucky that, you know, we own our own land and we don't have to pay rent. Your overheads are a lot less, so it's a little bit easier to get into it. When you say clannish, what do you mean? Like, you know, we're a small-knit community and everyone would be, you know, outsiders would be sometimes frowned upon, you know, but we, once you're in the in the group, everyone looks after everybody. Do you think, um, do you think people will be talking about who that weird person with the microphone is going, <laughs> going they round? Could, they could be, they could be. <laughs> Already down there. <laughs> Thank you very much no for worries. talking. Have a nice breakfast. Enjoy. Bye-bye. I loved getting a sneak peek into the world of horses. And thanks to everyone who stopped to talk to me, and thank you for listening. My name's Catherine Carr, and the team at Loftus Media produced these episodes. And I now know how much a guinea is worth. <laughs>